this this is where I get on Harmony's nerve because I do stuff to annoy her. <laughs> break it and look at her, and, and then I'll put it back. Welcome to He Read, She Read, the podcast where a couple of married bookworms discuss what they're reading and learning. I'm Curtis. And I'm Chelsea. Today, we're chatting with Dorian and Harmony, the founders of Literacy Lounge, a monthly subscription box that highlights black literature and offers a simple approach to enhancing your reading experience to a more healthy and conscious lifestyle. Dorian and Harmony, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank we're you so much. really excited to be here. We yes. are too. Yes. We're excited to have you. Yes. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourselves? Mm -hmm. We'll get into more about the box a little bit later, but just tell us a little bit about who you two are. Yeah. Well, my name is Harmony. I came to Oklahoma City to go to school. I just graduated from UCO, which is the University of Central Oklahoma. My major was fashion marketing, and then I had a minor in strategic communications, and I just love to read. Well, uh, my name is Dorian, and... um Recently graduated from UCO a um, couple months ago with my degree in um, human resources management. And um, I just, I love to read. I read um, Rich Dad Poor Dad last year, and I'm just a big fan of nonfiction uh, business books. So, yeah. Awesome. We'll get into a little bit more of that. But we wanted to highlight the fact that you are an engaged couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your story together? How did you meet? Maybe we'll get the proposal story out of you. <laughs> so um, we met two years ago um, mm-hmm. on UCL's campus. Um, I was playing basketball outside with uh, a few of my cousins and everything. And then I seen her walking up, and I was like, wow, she's beautiful. Like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, eventually we just uh, met each other, ended up talking and everything. And then I, I messaged her on social media. and He slid in the DM. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it just it just went from there. So, a modern love story. Yes, <laughs> modern, yes. yeah. And really. the proposal actually, um, um, we just continued to just get closer and everything. And two years later, um, on August twenty uh, fifth, I took her to the place where we met, and um, mm-hmm. I just got down on one knee and told her how I feel and how I love her and everything. And she said yes. Yay! Fortunately. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> make this a very different podcast (laughs) (laughs) um how early in the relationship did you guys figure out that books were important to both of you or was that something that you kind of didn't really know until later on well i grew up reading um but it's like you know i feel like in every reader's life there comes a time where you kind of like back away or like you're not reading as much um so when we were I started to pick up reading more when we when we were together. I would say one thing how reading kind of picked up in our relationship was whenever um, I ended up, um, my internship ended when I was um, working for the state of Oklahoma, and um, I picked up reading through reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which was like a life changer for me. And then we started to conversate more about books and how mm-hmm. they can change lives and everything and just different things like that. So yeah. I would definitely say that. Before, I had never really read financial books or, like, business books before me and Dorian were together. And I think that, like he said, that really started, like, that conversation for us. So do you ever read the same book together intentionally or just pass books back and forth? We've tried. So I read a little bit faster than Dorian. So, no, we don't, not really. But besides, like, we read, like, devotionals together and stuff like that. But 
Like books, no. Yeah, I would agree. She's <laughs> extremely talented, smart, and everything. Bree's way faster than me, so he takes his time. Yeah, I, I take my sweet time, and then if I have a book that I really want to read, I'm like, I will read it, and then I'll get down with my book, and then I still want to read it. Sometimes I, I'm trying to get better. Though. Yeah, I'm to get better. I, I feel a kindred spirit connection with this because I've taken multiple years to finish a book, <laughs> where it'll be just the length, either that or just taking time with it and taking my time. Uh-huh. Or just putting it down for a while just because something else is interested. So I'm feeling the connection yeah. on that one. Exactly. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, you need to read this book. Oh, you need to read this. And then it just sits on the bookshelf. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Doreen, you said you mostly like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, um, I would say just books that have, like, a really good story to it. So one book that I recently read is Startup Land. Uh, which is a really, really good business book uh, about the uh, three founders of Zendesk. And it's just really cool how their lives changed. Um, They were in their mid-30s and everything, and they moved um, from overseas all the way over here to the United States and all that. They they moved to um, Boston. They were there for a little bit, and then they moved all the way to Silicon Valley where they ended up um, getting investments and everything and working with angel investors and all that, and it just completely changed their lives. They went from starting this in like a basement, um, extremely broke to multimillionaires, changing their families' lives, um, and making something that helps plenty of businesses out. It sounds like you like something that inspires you too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So do you like nonfiction too, Harmony, or do you read in other genres? I read a lot of nonfiction, um, but I read more so like black literature, nonfiction, a lot of history, um, I do like to read business and like financial books as well, but not definitely not as much as black literature. And I've gotten rec- like uh, recently I've been reading like books about autoimmune disease and like stress and stuff like that. Uh, so. Weddings will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to read. I do incorporate like a few fiction books here and there, just because you know nonfiction does get really heavy. So I like to put in a light read sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. We would love to hear from each of you about some of your favorite books Mm -hmm. and what you're reading currently. One of my favorite books that I've read this year is definitely An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. Have you heard of that book? I've heard of it. I haven't read it yet. I read that book in like three days. It was so good. Okay, now I'll pick it up. Yeah, (laughs) it was really good. Okay, it's about a marriage, and then they took a trip, and from that trip, their whole life and marriage got turned upside down. So that's all. That's a good summary. Yeah, that's that's all I would need to know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What about you, Dorian? You have to read "Rich Dad Poor Dad" by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, It's a book about him, um, his life growing up, and listening to either his poor dad or his rich dad. And so I don't want to spoil it either if anybody <laughs> hasn't read it. It's too good. Literally, it changed my life and it changed my career path. So, wow. What, what are That's... you reading right now? Right now I'm reading Broke Millennial, which is... Um, all, of us, all of us in this room. <laughs> it, it, it's a really good book. Um, I'm still trying to get into it and everything, going kind of slow because things have been crazy with us, but... But um, it's a, it's a good read, and so I'm almost uh, halfway through it. So right now I'm reading the Autoimmune Solution by Amy Myers. That's what I'm reading right now. And then next on my list is Michelle Obama's book. I don't know if you guys seen the video, um, but she and Ellen were together during a book signing. <laughs> Ellen's so crazy. She's just funny. <laughs> it was just funny. Hilarious. Yeah, I haven't she, seen that one. She but was, you know how you know how Michelle Obama said, "When they go low, we go high." Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Ellen was like when they <laughs> she had a sharpie and she was trying to make Michelle Obama smell the sharpie and she was like when they go low we get high. <laughs> yeah, that's, I seen that video today. I was like, she's so funny. <laughs> You had people submit like their book reviews, uh-huh. and that's got like the big Oprah sticker on it on Some all the covers. Some people hate when the sticker. And American up on Marriage the has that too, because mm-hmm. it was in her Oprah's book club. So I I can agree with that. Do you agree with that as a pet peeve, or do you not care, or do you not mind it? I mean, I don't mind it to the extent to the extent like, oh, I'm not gonna get that book because it has the sticker on there. But I could be like, oh, it'll be better without the sticker because like everybody, a perfectly everybody good cover. loves a good cover like yeah i feel like i have to ask them each a question that will dictate how i feel about them oh boy. <laughs> when you have a paperback book uh-huh. do you break the spine or do you try to preserve it as good as possible i try to preserve mine Right here, Harmony. <laughs> like, I, when I see people like oh. bend it back, I like even just the thought made me cringe. I'm oh, like, oh yes, <laughs> kindred spirits, perfect. <sighs> this, this is where I get on Harmony's nerve because I do stuff to annoy her. So <laughs> break it and look at her, and, and then I'll put it back. So she did that to me on Instagram. We were doing a story, and she takes a book and just cracks the spine right in front of me, just to watch his just face. Just to watch his face. <laughs> it was brutal. Oh, I yeah. don't care as much about it as he does, though. I, tr- I very much try to preserve my books as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I still hold grudges for people that I've loaned books to and haven't returned them years later. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm very much trying to preserve yeah. my books. So me and Chelsea are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yep. I do yeah. it to her. Yep. I can't help it. <laughs> that's, that's part of showing affection. That's also a healthy marriage. That's, exactly. Those are aspects of a healthy marriage. Which book do each of you wish that the other person would read? It was a book that I read a long time ago, and it was The Weight by Megan Good and what's her husband's name? Devon Franklin. So I think that book just helped me a lot in, like, the love aspect and, like, how to work together. especially. And then it talked about, like, forgiveness and stuff like that. So I think, like, that's always good for relationships. <laughs> how, how about you? Is there a book that you think of that you want Harmony to read? Um... I don't have one in particular just because I'm a slow reader. Um, I would say that um, Startup Plan, I think she'll really get a laugh out of it once she reads that book. Yeah, I haven't read that. But other than that, yes, I need to continue to read more books. I think I get too caught up in uh, Literacy Lounge or whether it's uh, working or our budgets and spreadsheets, numbers, and all that. I get too caught up in that. So Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to find the balance of when you're going to find out what you're going to read or whether it's working on the side hustles Uh or whatever it is. Exactly. But yeah. Like she'll read probably over a hundred books a year and I'm trudging along with like my twenty five, wow. but they're they're impactful for me. So that's right. the important thing. Right. Exactly. So if you get something out of it, that's the important part. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think it matters how fast or slow you read either, as long as you're reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing. Right. That's the most important. You're reading and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Literacy Lounge? Yes. Let's get into it. (laughs) So Literacy Lounge is a subscription box that highlights black literature and promotes reading as a means to a less stressful life. So each month, along with a book written by a black author, you'll receive two to four items that go along with the theme of the book or simulate relaxation. So like candles, teas, essential oils, stuff like that. That's a cool project. How did it it start out? So it actually, so I have lupus, which is an autoimmune disease, which is why I read about autoimmune disease. Um, 
and I got diagnosed with that when I was 18. I'm 23 now. And um, it was during my last semester, fall sem last fall semester of college, and I had a flare-up. And so flare-up is just like when you're when lupus is inflamed and you can't, you're really sick, you can't, I couldn't go to work, couldn't go to school, you know. Although I had family supporting me and Dorian always taking care of me, I really got down and depressed and that's when I really started to pick up reading again. Reading just really helped me physically and emotionally get back to like where I needed to be. And I, and I feel like just that like depression and dealing with stress and anxiety is something that everybody goes through. Oh yeah. With Literacy Lounge, it could help a lot of people. Just take that time back to self-care and that time to yourself. We'll come back to that, but I'm curious, were there any books that you remember from that time during mm -hmm. that first lupus flare-up that you remember reading that specifically helped you? Yes, I during that time I read um, Black Privilege by Charlemagne and it really talked about his life and he, it really spoke to me just because it's like his life wasn't perfect. He grew up in a small town called Monk's Corner. It just was really inspiring to see his story and how his life progressed and it was just really inspirational. So I think that really helped me a lot. So did you two kind of come up with the concept together? Because you tag team this business together. What are your individual roles that you play mm -hmm. with Literacy Lounge? Um, I would say we do do it. To, we do a lot together. The concept or idea was originally my idea, um, but Dorian definitely, he plays a huge part in helping like create content and stuff like that. Um, Dorian is really business orientated compared to me. I'm more of the creative. I'm like free, like la la la. Like that's me. <laughs> and he's like, okay, no harmony. We have to do this, this, this. And I'm like, okay. So I would say things, um, I'm big on uh, planning uh, how well things are going to go. I'm a person who does a lot of the outreach, um, talking to people through Instagram, whether it's uh, messaging, uh, making sure they got their box on time, working with our ship station, um, systems and everything, our budgets, um, how much we have in the account, how much we're paying for for each item. Um, it's just a lot of the back-end things that I really try to take care of to make sure that Literacy Lounge mm -hmm. is uh, flowing the way that it needs to and if we're able to continue to do it. So. Yes, Dorian is a great communicator. I'm the introvert. He's the extrovert. That's a good balance, especially yeah. in business, for both of you to have yeah. that. How do you choose which books go in each month mm -hmm. to the boxes? Reading them myself. Okay. And also doing like a lot of research and keeping up like with Bookstagram and stuff like that. So most of the books that I pick, I do read first, but like the Michelle Obama one, I didn't get to read it before we chose the book, but of course, like who wouldn't be excited no, about it? No, that one goes for as soon as it yeah. comes out, it goes in the it's box. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't be excited about box. Michelle Obama's box or a book? And so that's usually how I, I choose the book. So is that going to be December's box? or was, Yes. Okay, what yeah. you, how did you pick the items that went with it? For the December box, um, we're more so looking at, obviously the book is about, it's becoming, and so talking about her life story. So the main thing right now is we're still curating currently. And on top of that, I don't want to give away the uh, items or anything. Okay. But, okay. Mystery. But yes. But um, on top of that, um, the box will have an item that maybe relates to her life, where she's from. Right. Um, also something to help you relax as well because we're big on that. 
And um, so that's that's kind of what we're working on right now. We're trying yeah. to figure out, you know, how all that can tie together. And of course, it's the Christmas season, and so that's mm-hmm. why we're yeah. we're taking our time with it and everything. Yeah. See, see, they're good. I was trying to break a scoop there. <laughs> they're keeping a close hold. I like it. So we do we do really try to incorporate at least one item that stimulates relaxation. So like for our November box, we had a candle in there, and like our founders, we we launched a month ago. And we did an Indiegogo campaign, and our founders box, which was part of our Indiegogo campaign, we had like teas and stuff. And we, for that box, the book was The Bluest Eyes by Toni Morrison. And so we had a um, a card, you know, about like self love and stuff like that. So who's into the essential oils more? Me. She is more, but I really need them. Like I, that's why. I like I, there's so many things that I, I'm. This is why she's my other half. Um, because <laughs> literally it's so many things that I don't know about. She'd be like, Dorian, you should try this. And then it just fixes it. it. Yes, it fixes <laughs> it every time. It's exactly Qu- us. Quick story on that one. So, like, I was a very much a detractor from the essential oils. I called it the hippie bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and she started, like, getting into it. And by, you know, we're probably two years down the line on that one. I had, like, roll-ons in my cargo pants when i was in <laughs> afghanistan and mm-hmm. i was putting like stress away up yeah. on my neck when i was doing briefings and stuff yeah and i had people that would come up to me and, and while i was on, in afghanistan they're like who's got that eucalyptus and what what's going on and i'm just like man i don't know man but somebody back there got got that. That. <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know, so, some, is, so, I don't know who it is somebody's got it on but yeah that's funny but well, yeah. and once it becomes habit, that's the first thing that he reaches for. Right. Oh, I have a headache. Where's the peppermint oil? <laughs> yep, exactly. I need something. Yep. Well, I know you said you guys started last month with the launch. Mm-hmm. How far in advance are you trying to, like, cultivate ideas? Or are you still trying to, like, get the feet under you? Ideally, it'll be, like, months. Or, like, a month at least. But we still work full-time. Right, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that's the most difficult part. But ideally, we do want to, you know, get on that track of, a month ahead we're still getting everything under our feet but mm-hmm. because of uh, we're working with stitch crew which is an accelerator program here in oklahoma city mm-hmm. which helps uh startups um, scale and everything and so we've been working with them our mentors and everything and um they're helping us to see things that we need to do the back end stuff and that it's just not all the pretty stuff on social media and everything mm-hmm. like we thought before and uh <laughs> and so we're realizing that we're we're trying to build a community but they're helping us to really figure out ways that we can really do it Mm-hmm. And so one upcoming thing that we're going to do is we're going to launch our book club very, very soon, which is we hope to bring many people together and continue to just build that community to um, just help everyone. So That's awesome. The book club, like you said, we're going to launch it um, January. So the book for our book club would be Becoming. So that would be like the first um, book that we would discuss. But like also like Dorian was saying, like we really do want to build a community um, of readers who love black literature and, you know, really take reading as, you know, a means to self-care and everything. And especially in Oklahoma, I think that's really important. I think that especially with it being about black literature, it can really start conversations in this state. So I think that's really important. Ideally, Mm -hmm. someone subscribes to the box, they get their box in the mail, they open it up. What do you want to come from that? How do you want them to feel? What do you want their next steps to be? Mm -hmm. What's your ideal goal for people who subscribe to the boxes? I would, when people open up the box, I really want them to feel like, you know, like they're getting a gift, like almost like a sense of calmness as well, like when they get it. And I, I would love to see like the expressions of people, like when they see the items, like 
oh wow this is in the box too and this comes especially like with our founders box a lot of the items you kind of had to read the book to kind of understand like what why it was like some item was important like Mm -hmm. there was a book about marigolds and marigolds was really like significant in the bluest eyes so it was like wow so if they're reading the book and they're like oh wow so that's why that was in there so I think it's really thought-provoking and I, I would love to like see people's faces I also like I said I want people to have this box to like really sit down to take that time for themselves and de-stress and not worry about anything else so yeah I I like that you are intentionally trying to have read the book first and then make those level of connections because that's like next level of incorporating all the items together I think Mm -hmm. that's really cool thank you that's like our that's (laughs) like our biggest thing I would say is like like um whenever we ask people for feedback or people tell us what they loved about it the main thing for us is that they know that we put effort into it um there are many other subscription boxes that we've seen and it seems like they just throw a bunch of random items together we really want people to know that we're really big on trying to make sure that we can put together items that will help you relax items that actually relate to the book or the theme Mm -hmm. and everything like we're we really care about it yeah we're really intentional I think that's the biggest thing is being intentional with the book club is that going to be primarily on social media through Instagram are you looking at oh yeah of course well they could definitely join like through social media um and we'll do like live Facebook feed and like Instagrams and stuff like that Um, because we already have a space so like with Stitch Crew we're a part of Stitch Crew so they have the Thunder Launchpad which is a space in Midtown in OKC so we already have that space so I think like creating that space for the book club in OKC is really like I feel like will be like the main thing I love but, that. like, of course, like, mm-hmm. we're an online platform, so it's, like, of course not everybody can be there. Sure. So we would still, like, accommodate for people that also have been reading along with us and stuff. Yeah. I love that local piece, though. That's mm-hmm. really awesome. And I think being involved in the community seems like something that y'all are passionate about, too. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> yes, yes. Definitely. Um, Oklahoma City is... Oklahoma is home. Um, yes. <clears throat> we really want to make sure that we continue to help the black community as well and just... Um, we just know we can make an impact uh, regardless of our age, regardless of um, other things that may try to deter that. We just know that we can um, make an impact through this. So. Yes. And I think um, me and Dorian talk about this a lot. We, uh, especially like with black millennials, a lot of people, a lot of black millennials don't want to stay in Oklahoma simply because they don't see themselves in Oklahoma. They don't see themselves in these thriving spaces, like all these things that are getting built, like Midtown and Plaza District. Like they're, you don't see like a lot of black businesses in those spaces and like we're always going to downtown and stuff and we're always like the only black people in there so it's a lot of white space in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and I think that's really the main reason why a lot of black people don't want to stay in Oklahoma they want to move out they want to you know get into the culture because they don't see the culture here and I think that Oklahoma is a really has a big opportunity for that to change and we want to change that Mm -hmm. I'm so excited that your avenue for this is connected to books and reading Mm -hmm. in addition to loving on the community. I think that's awesome. Just reading can really change lives. And I think I would say for us, like black, that's why we do want to highlight black literature to bring awareness of of black culture and representation. And, you know, that's really important. And like me and Dorian, we talk about we didn't see ourselves in books until we were in high school, college. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like through reading. I learned so much about myself as a black woman, and I feel I feel like a lot of other people 
feel the same. Well, we did bring you guys a box. Oh, Thank you. We appreciate you. that so much. Yeah, you can go ahead and open it. And look at it. Okay, this is so cute. Ooh, a candle. There's essential oils in there. Ooh, lavender and frankincense. She's local. Ooh. It smells well. really good. Yeah, she's Ooh. local. local I was, that was a question I was going to ask is, um, so especially with your focus on the community mm-hmm. in the city, are you trying specifically for local vendors? Is that part of... We are definitely working to... Um, be with local vendors but if we're being totally brutally honest as we continue to grow and everything we'll be able to work with more local people as of right sure. now. but um just right now because of the way uh, our money is and everything we we have to be extremely careful with it yeah but our plan is to work with local businesses with all of our stuff yeah that's awesome i'm, that's I'm in love goal. with y'all's logo that's oh, thank, uh, thank you. you so Shout much. Shout out really to cool. Chelsea really cool. Bowen. Chelsea Bowen is amazing. She works here as Citizens Bank of Edmond graphic designer, and she really helped us out with a lot of things. Yes. Cool. Okay, is this the November book? Yes, yes this is the is... November box. Okay. And I don't think she's seen the letterhead, but it kind of, like, the letterhead is, like, puts everything together. I like that. Ooh, that. yes. Okay, so a note that kind of talks about the book and all of the items. I love that. Heads of the Colored People by Nafisa Thompson Spires. Is this essays or short stories? Yes. Yes. All of it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some of the short stories go in together, though. It's okay. like like three, maybe, that kind of like go in. Oh, I'm excited about that one here. Yeah, I loved it. To end each episode of the podcast, we typically give our recommendations of the week. Mm-hmm. So obviously this week we're recommending that everyone goes and purchases a subscription to <laughs> Literacy Lounge, but we were wondering if you two have anything to recommend. It could be books, movies. Mm-hmm. I think once I recommended a kind of tea on the podcast, it can be anything that you're loving right now that you think everyone should know about. I would definitely, let's see, recommend a well-read black girl. I love it so much. It just really spreads, you know, black literature and women and reading and everything like that. And I just think it's just a great, I love like her, the community that, that she has built really inspires me. So, and they just had their festival last weekend. Yeah, I would agree on that. Um, I don't have anything different. It's the same thing, Well Read Black Girl, because whenever I read more into it, because we recently did a newsletter over it, um, Mm -hmm. they are amazing. She's done a phenomenal job of bringing together um, so many women of color and everything, and I hope we can do the same here. And I would recommend taking time to self-care. All right, to close out, um, we want to say thank you to everyone for subscribing and sharing He Read, She Read. Uh, We love reading your comments, posts, and reviews each week. Uh, A reminder that our buddy read for this month is Devil in the Blue Dress by Walter Mosley, and that episode is going to air December 25th. If you haven't yet, um, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcast, whichever you do. Uh, more reviews equals more nerdy listeners get a chance to hear us. So we would appreciate that. Uh, be sure to connect with us on social media at Twitter and Instagram. It's at he read, she read, or you can email us at hereadsheredpodcast at gmail.com. Also check out Dorian and Harmony at their social media. So it's at Literacy Lounge Box on Instagram. Uh, And then we just appreciate everyone for listening. Thank you for listening. And remember, the couple that reads together stays together. Stays together. There. (laughs) Also subscribes to Literacy Lounge.